The U.S. has spent billions of dollars and sacrificed thousands of lives in the effort to combat al-Qaeda. But despite that loss of blood and treasure, the terrorist group is making inroads into Africa. Al-Qaeda already has two cells on the continent, and a third is likely as it develops closer ties with the Nigerian-based organization Boko Haram. In this report from Nigeria, reporter Sam Olikoya surveys what a fusion of the two groups would mean for the fight against terrorism. In the last years, Nigeria has witnessed a major Islamic reawakening. This came about partially with the introduction of Islamic law in most states of the country's predominantly Muslim north. In Kano, the city with the largest Muslim population in Nigeria, these Muslim youths chant as if preparing for war. The jihadist group Boko Haram has become the rallying point for Nigerian Muslims who believe it is time to take up arms. Ustaz Hussein Zakaria, a Muslim cleric, says Boko Haram was set up as a peaceful organization, but it has transformed into an extremist political group. The objective of the Boko Haram, according to their leader, Let Yusuf, was to propagate Islam, but we don't know where they hold the lectures and seminars and conferences. We have never attended any of this. Boko Haram transformed into a jihadist movement in 2009 after the death of its founder, Mohammed Yusuf. Since then, its activities have claimed more than 3,000 lives in a holy war it said it is waging against the Nigerian state. The group is notable for carrying out suicide bombings. The All Christian Fellowship Mission, Suleja Town in northern Nigeria, is one of many churches that Boko Haram has bombed. Godwin Omakaye, a church member, says the incident claimed some lives. The church have just you know, finished their normal service, not knowing that you know, a bomb has been planted around the church premises. We lost three of our members. Religious tension is high in Nigeria, Africa's most populous country. Nigeria is divided between a predominantly Muslim north and a Christian-dominated south. Boko Haram has further heightened religious tension in the country with its declared objective to eliminate Christians who Boko Haram has listed in its long list of enemies. This video Boko Haram posted on the internet showed a huge explosion at the regional headquarters of one of Nigeria's leading newspapers following a suicide bombing it carried out. Institutions like the media, telecommunication companies, security agencies and the headquarters of the United Nations in Nigeria have been victims of Boko Haram's suicide bombers. A scene like this where school children sing happily is fast disappearing in northern Nigeria as Boko Haram wages a war against Western education and other Western influences. More than 10,000 children cannot attend school because Boko Haram has either bombed or burnt down their schools. Boko Haram says the group is also attacking schools and universities because Nigerian soldiers attacked a Quranic school. Here is a message from Abukaka, Boko Haram's spokesman. A few days back, they went to a Quranic school and started beating up the children with canes. If you decide to attack a Quranic school, for our part, we shall attack Western schools. That is the fact. If you choose to go and whip children studying the Quran, then we shall go and throw bombs into primary schools, secondary schools, and universities. When you attack Quranic schools, 
We, for our part, will totally destroy Western schools. That is what we shall do. There is no independent confirmation that the Nigerian military ever attacked any Quranic school. Unlike conventional schools, children in Quranic schools do not get any formal education nor learn any skills. This is the kind of education Boko Haram is advocating for Nigeria. Many Muslims say its religious principles are extreme and not in conformity with Islam. Some Muslims who do not share Boko Haram's brand of Islam have been killed. There is growing evidence that Boko Haram is collaborating with foreign nationals. Beatrice Kaze, a Nigerian lawmaker, said in a television interview that foreigners, presumably with links with Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb, have terrorist bases in northern Nigeria. There is a village occupied... There is a village occupied by mercenaries, people who are trained militants, some of them from Niger, some from Chad, who have been there for a very long time. First, they started attacking communities. They started wiping out families. The federal government is aware. The state government has made repeated reports. Boko Haram has external links with the two cells Al-Qaeda maintains in Africa. The Somali-based Al-Shabaab is active in East Africa, while Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb is active in North and West African countries. Boko Haram acknowledges that some of its suicide bombers were trained in Somalia. The commander of the U.S. Africa Command, General Carter F. Ham, says the three groups collaborate in several areas, including arms sharing. Going by what police have recovered from Boko Haram, it appears the group has acquired a lot of arms. Frank Umba is police spokesman. We have done so much recoveries, massive recovery of explosives, massive recovery of IEDs, massive recoveries of light weapons. Dr. Sylvester Odion Ahene of the Lagos State University says Boko Haram, together with Al-Shabaab and Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb, have formed a large terrorist alliance that spans many parts of Africa. In terms of distribution, it's, like it's already continent-wide. You know, so if you are, they are in West Africa, they are in East Africa, and they are in North Africa. So if you have that kind of spread, it's, it's a cause for worry. By its actions, Boko Haram seems to be evolving into Al-Qaeda's third cell in Africa. In a recent video posted on the internet, Boko Haram praised Islamists in Mali, Somalia, Libya, Afghanistan, Iran, Pakistan, and Yemen. The group described the United States, Britain, Israel, and Nigeria as enemies. Odion Ahene says Al-Qaeda's inroad into Africa poses a threat to Western countries. Al-Qaeda in the Maghreb, it now has a foothold in Nigeria and the rest of them, constitute a threat to U.S. interests, to Western interests. If terrorism uh, threatening the oil wells. Of course, there can be no f uh, free flow of uh, energy resources to the U.S. So, I mean, these are the, the drawbacks when you then have a terrorist uh, triangle within the continent. Al-Qaeda's collaboration with Boko Haram has given it a way to prosecute its war against the West in Nigeria. In this clip, Edgar Fred Rupak, who was kidnapped in Kanu, Nigeria, in January, pleads for his life. I'm working in Nigeria. The German is one of three Western hostages kidnapped and killed in Nigeria this year in what is believed to be a collaborative effort between Al-Qaeda and Boko Haram. In a move towards international collaboration, 
Nigeria and neighboring Niger Republic have signed a joint border patrol agreement in an effort to stop the easy movement of Boko Haram and Al-Qaeda in the Islamic Maghreb members from moving freely across the border of both countries. But there are some challenges. Ifyanyo Kechuku of the West African Network for Peace Building says the level of poverty in Nigeria makes it easy for terrorists to find recruits. Poverty in itself leads to an outcome where you have a high percentage of our youths who are unemployed, a high percentage of our youths who are uneducated, and a high percentage of our youths who do not seem to have a focus or who feel that all hope is lost. Many in Nigeria say, given its multi-religious nature, Nigeria faces an uncertain future if Al-Qaeda's continued growth in the country remains unchecked. For America Abroad, I'm Sam Olukoya in Lagos, Nigeria.